Raven. And this is The Sister Files. Whoop, whoop. talk about born Anna Elizabeth and her oh. nickname was Annalise which I think is pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool I would never have put those two together uh, she was born on September 21st 1952 mm-hmm. she was born in Germany hmm. to a very religious Catholic family uh, they were so religious that her father even considered being a priest and she had and three of her aunts were nuns wow yeah so, her mom had her older sister out of wedlock. Whoa. Yeah, which wow. in that time was, you know, frowned about, especially being yeah. such a deeply religious family. Uh, they were, it was very much frowned upon. Like, it was so frowned upon that when her mom got married, she had to wear a black veil on her wedding day. Oh, wow. So, because of this. From the pretty much the moment Annalise was born, Annalise's mother encouraged her to atone for the sins of her mother oh, <laughs> through uh, <clears throat> deep devotion. Through that's awful, isn't it? Like basically telling so her that she needs she to atone for her, her other, other daughter. I don't know. The other daughter died when she was like so. Her older sister died when she was like ten, I, I believe. Uh, from pneumonia or, or something. I, I think I'm, I might be wrong uh, but I know she died in early age because of a disease but yeah like <clears throat> could you imagine coming into that very religious family yeah like being a woman with a baby and like coming into that like how I don't think they'd be mean to her but like you know they had to have some kind of way about it right so um, Annalise attended mass twice a week and she prayed mm-hmm. the rosary every day she even, growing up, slept on a bare stone floor to atone for the sins of drug addicts who slept rough at the local train station. Because by the time she was, like, 10 and stuff, it was in the 60s, and that's when the big drug thing was going on and stuff, all the hippies. So, so why did she feel like she needed to do that? That she had atoned for other people's sins? Yeah. Because that was what's being, like, ingrained in her, that it was that's her responsibility to atone for the sins awful. of people around her. Yeah. So... 
1968, when she was 16, Annalise had her first seizure at school. Uh, she kind of zoned out or passed out, uh, depending on what source I looked at. They said some of them said that she kind of zoned out and was acted weird, or some people said she passed out. Yeah. Uh, but she came too quickly, and you know, really didn't think anything of it. She just yeah. thought it was just maybe she was overtired or whatnot. Uh, however, later that night, she woke up uh, feeling completely paralyzed. Uh, she felt like she had a heavy weight on her chest. Oh. She couldn't move, and then she went to bed. Yeah. So, you know, sleep paralysis is pretty much what yeah. it was. But that happened, you know, it subsided after a few minutes. Even though she was really sore and, you know, a little upset and worried, she, you know, changed her sheets and went back to bed. In the morning, she told her mom, but her mom was just like, kind of brushed her off and was like, it's fine. Yeah. Nothing happened. And about a year later, in August of 1969, Annalise had her second seizure. And it's pretty much the same thing. She yeah. zoned out, passed out during the day. And then later that night, she had sleep paralysis and she went to bed. Yeah. Well, this kind of caught her mom's attention. So she was like, okay, we're having a little bit of a pattern here. So let's go see a doctor. Yeah. So their primary care doctor uh, recommended them see a neurologist. So they went to a neurologist. And the neurologist ran tests on her brain and stuff, but couldn't find anything wrong. There was no evidence of why she was having the seizures or whatnot or anything that they would at that time yeah granted this is the 60 late 60s so the technology isn't nowhere near what it is today but at the time they still were able sometimes i think to find something to explain why people are having seizures when they bring scans and such uh but everything came back normal however with the way she was having the seizures, they thought that maybe she had temporal lobe epilepsy. Mm. And so that's what they diagnosed her with, but they yeah. didn't give her any medicine. Because, I guess, because she only had, like, the two seizures. So then in June 1970, almost another year yeah. later, she had her third seizure. Mm. Uh, everything happened the same, where she passed out and then had the sleep paralysis and went to bed. Only this time, uh, either a little bit before or a little bit after, I, I couldn't really dis get to distinguish about when it exactly happened. She began to have visions of demonic faces. Ew. Uh, so, and then she started to hear voices. That, uh, evil voices. So this is when she was examined by another neurologist, gave her an EEG, and again, it came back normal. But this time the doctor put her on anti-seizure medication. So, uh, she went on her way. However, even with the medications, the seizures started to continue, and so did the visions. So, they kind of, like, were still, it seemed like she was kind of uh, getting more frequent, the, yeah. the seizures. Um, there, there wasn't an exact count, but they were going on. Uh, in 1972, she did have another EEG, which... Again, came back normal, but they put her on more medications, which still was not stopping the seizures yeah. nor <clears throat> the hallucinations. So, this all continues. So, she's continuously having seizures. She's having these religious-type hallucinations. Yeah. Which, being a deeply religious person from a deeply religious household, all of a sudden she's seeing these demons when... and. With temporal lobe um, 
epilepsy, hallucinations can be considered one of the side effects yeah. of that. And then not only that, the medications is possibility that they could have caused these side effects. So I find that super creepy. Yeah. When people say like side effects are having hallucinations yeah. or thoughts of suicide, like that's yeah. literally a side effect of medication. Yeah. That creeps me out. I don't it, know it, why, but it really yeah. does. So um they're coming in. I know. <laughs> so when she visited the neurologist again in nineteen seventy three, she admitted to him or told him that she was seeing the demonic visions and that she felt like the devil was inside her. Uh, she also told him that she smelled burnt fecal matter, Ew. even though nobody else could. That she heard knocking all around her when she was in a room, like just, and it wouldn't, there was no explanation for it. And that she heard voices telling her that she was damned and she would rot in hell. Mm. According to her mom, the doctor recommended that she consult a priest. Mm-hmm. However, this doctor event did come out to say that he denied this, that he would never recommend, he would only recommend another doctor, not a priest, but, hmm. you know. So, Annalise started to become depressed and suicidal because mm-hmm. of, you know, everything that's going yeah. on. So her mother was like, alright, so let's go somewhere religious and just pray. So they went to San Damonino, or Maya, I know I'm probably saying this wrong. It's a church in Italy, and it has a large Romanesque wood cross, um, and it's a really popular pilgrimage place yeah. for religious people to go to. Yeah. Um, however, this is when her ma, her parents, kind of started to believe that maybe there may be something more than just seizures. Yeah. Uh, medically wrong or something more than just being hurt having seizures is what was wrong with her because when she said there she said she couldn't go in the church uh she said that the ground burnt like fire uh she said she was unable to look at the medals and pictures of saints and, and christ on them because they would flare with light and hurt her eyes uh, she also refused to drink the holy water because she said it smelt bad and she just wouldn't go near it. I don't think you're supposed to drink that. Anyway. Well, they have, like, a holy spring, I think, you can oh, drink from there. But I'm like, I don't think I've ever, when when I was Catholic, Yeah. I, we never drank holy water, and yeah. I don't think I would. Interesting. Yeah. And her father bought her a necklace while they were there, but she said she was unable to wear it because it, she said it suffocated her by pushing down on her chest. Creepy. So, this is when, you know, like I said, her parents really started to believe that she was possessed. And when they kind of, like, started to seek out help from the church. So, and that, that summer is when they went. So, when they got back, uh, Annalise started to seek out an exorcism. The first priest she met with was Father Ernst Alt. Hmm. Um, he did think she was possessed. However, he himself has to come up with criticism because he said that he was psychic and he had the ability to tell if someone was possessed by just looking at them. So. But he was able, unable to get one uh, right away. So then they consulted Father Herman and Father Herman said no. Uh, he denied her the exorcism right out and said that she just needed more medical treatment. Hmm. Interesting. 
So, uh, however, by July of 1975, her condition became very extreme. Uh, she would tear off her clothes, urinate on the floor. She attacked and insulted her family. She even supposedly threw her sister across the room, like a rag doll. Uh, it's her sister who passed away, or is it a different sister? <laughs> yeah, different sister. <laughs> she was one of five children. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, did you kill her? Like, what happened? <laughs> no, a, a different sister. Uh, she would attack and be retal- uh, repulsed by... Hush. <laughs> Repulsed. Repulsed by. retaught. Retaught. <laughs> religious items and um, idols. She even once crawled under the ta- a table and barked like a dog for two whole days. Oh my god, for two days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would uh, urinate, you know, when she urinated on the floor, she would even lick it up. Ew. Yeah. Uh, she ate insects, spiders, coals, coal, and even bit the head off of a dead bird. During this time. Uh, When she wasn't in the extreme where she was acting supposedly possessed, she would get feverish about her, about praying, and she would do up to 600 gentrifications a day. And to the point that she ruptured the ligaments in her knees from kneeling so much. Aww, that's sad. Yeah. So finally, Father Alt uh, pleaded to Bishop Joseph Strangle for the approval to perform an exorcism on Annalise. Yeah. Because uh, he really believed she was possessed and things were just getting really out of control. Strangle, uh, Stangle, I'm sorry, Stangle, there's no R in there. Stangle <laughs> approved the exorcism. He said it would be performed by Father Arnold Renz with the help of Father Alt, but it had to be kept secret. Like, they just didn't want to be, uh, no publicity, pl- publicity surrounding it. You literally said it just fine. Publicity? I thought you said publicity. No, I said publicity. Publicity. <laughs> publicity. It's not like you said publicity. Me, I don't know. It didn't sound like it to me, but it did. So, on September 24th, 1975, Annalise received her first exorcist. And if anybody has seen The Exorcist, I'm sure that that's what you immediately think about when mm-hmm. I say she received an exorcist. And, well... That is exactly how it happened. Oh, gosh. She screamed and cried when splashed with holy water. She became very physical to the point that she had to be tied down. She would scream and yell and curse the entire time. Uh, The exorcisms would last about four hours each session. Uh, During the session, uh, the priest... During the multiple sessions that the priest had, they were able to learn that Annalise was possessed by six demons. Oh my. Judas, Nero, Cain, Adolf Hitler, Lucifer, and Fleshman, who was a disgraced priest. But Lucifer's not a demon. Well, none of and, them are demons. And, not, and Judas wasn't a demon, and Adolf Hitler wasn't a demon, and they all were demons. None of them were demons. I mean, the only one that could possibly be a demon was the one that 
Flashman? Yeah. Because he was a priest? No, because I don't know we don't know anything about him, but another one, like Adolf Hitler, what's her name? He was a human being. Yeah, they were all humans. Nero was a uh Well, except for Lucifer. Nero right, wasn't right. a human. Nero? Nero? Wasn't he a um Nero. He's a um Oh, he was a bad guy in the past. He oh was... wait, yeah, I know you're talking about. Okay. I was yeah. picturing Nemo. No. <laughs> Not like from finding Nemo. <laughs> I was picturing Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. <laughs> but he wasn't real either. I know. That's why I was saying he wasn't real. But then. No, but... she named all real people in Lucifer. But. Yeah. So, overall. There was w- Dory in there too? Yes. <laughs> Dory was. She yeah. just was quiet all the time. Well, she, she kept forgetting, forgetting where she was. Where she was. Uh, overall. Uh, the priest performed. 67 exorcisms on Annalise. Oh, Lord. Uh, about one to two exorcisms per week over a 10-month period. Jeez. There are 43 audio recordings of these exorcisms. Oh, God. Yes. Um, and you can still find them. They're still available. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, find them some... A couple podcasts, I think, have them available. Uh, mind you, they are all in. Uh, they are all in German, but they are freaky to listen to. Because I listened to a few minutes of of, of a couple of uh, a couple of the sessions or one of the sessions, and it is freaky. Mm. I mean, it sounds just like the exorcism, which very interesting enough. The exorcism mm-hmm. came out around this time. Well, what you're describing, I feel like it's weird that The Exorcist is based off of... A different. A different story, because what you're describing sounds like that yeah, story. Too. But it was happening she's... at the same exact time, so it couldn't have been her story. It was being filmed? No, it was released. It was, it was being released in the theater when this was happening. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, isn't it? So, uh, in the audio, you can hear the priest talking, and you can hear Annalise responding... And Annalise responds a lot of times in growls. She makes guttural sounds. She yells and screams and says bad words. And sometimes she just, it's just creepy sounding. It really is. Um, There's even, uh, if you're interested, uh, an English translation of the recording uh, written out. Which isn't as creepy to to read as it is to hear her talking. Like I said, even if it's though it's in German, uh... There are sometimes, like, when she says who's in her, you can hear her say Nero, you can hear her say uh, Hitler. Um, and supposedly, when she's talking as Hitler, or it's Hitler's talking through her, she has a perfect Austrian accent. Crazy. Yeah. So, uh, during the time uh, of the exorcism, Annalise did refuse to eat. She said she was fasting for, um, to atone her sins. Uh, her seizures worsened, um, but she also refused medical attention or treat, treatment during this time. Mm-hmm. Her last exorcism was on June 30th, 1976. So she started in September and lasted all the way to June. Oh my god. Yes. Crazy. Um, on the morning of July 1st, her mother found her, her dead. Mm. So that seemed to be the only reason why the exorcism stopped. Yeah. She died. Now, what was her cause of death? 
Uh, we're getting to that. An autopsy was performed. She weighed a total of 68 pounds. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. She had broken teeth, blackened eyes, uh, and broken knees. She had pneumonia, was malnourished, and dehydrated, and her official cause of death was starvation. Um, now the interesting thing too is that they did do a, a final brain scan of her and there was no noticeable damage associated with those that had epileptic seizures. Creepy. She was just 23 years old. Oh. Yeah. So the medical examiner determined that Annalise would ha- not have died if she had received medical attention up to one week before her death. Yeah. So, with this information, the priest and her parents were charged Mm -hmm. and tried for negligent homicide. Yeah. Because the German, uh, Germany and the German courts were like, eh, you know, I know it's the right of the church and all, but this is kind of like wrong. So, uh, the church did uh, cover all the attorney fees for the priest and the parents. Um, and during the trial, the priest did submit the audio tapes as evidence that she was possessed. Uh, the moms even, or the parents even tried to submit that um, evidence of, they really, 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 truly believed her da- their daughter was possessed. And they had a nun tell them uh, right before the trial that the nun had a vision that Annalise's body was perfectly preserved and that could be proof that she was um, possessed. Yeah. So they even had her body exhumed before trial. And unfortunately, that was not the case. She was in, she was decomposing naturally. So it wasn't, you know, what was happening. So uh, really the whole goal of the prosecution was not necessarily to make an example of them, but they kind of wanted to stop exorcism from happening because even though this was probably an extreme one where not all of them end up in death, uh, they just didn't want it to to happen. So they just kind of wanted to change the the law in a sense. So the prosecution, when they were seeking punishment for this, uh, or even when, yeah, when they had started to even start prosecuting them, prosecuting them, um, they just said that they wanted the priest to be fined and really didn't want anything to happen to parents. They thought that losing their daughter was punishment enough. Yeah. However, the judge didn't feel quite the same. Um, he was pretty upset that he felt that Annalise was not under, uh, them had the mental capacity to um, help herself and that they yeah. should have seen that and they should have forced her to get medical attention. Yeah. So uh, that their death was on her hand, on their hands. Uh, so the, the, ju- the judge gave them all a six month suspended sentence and three years probation. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Annalise was buried on the outer edge of the cemetery, which interesting enough, is normally reserved for illegitimate children and suicide. Um, but she was also buried next to her sister, which is probably why she was buried there. 
Ill- illegitimate children, really. Ugh, yeah. So well, that's why her sister was buried there. So I know. Yeah. That's why her sister was buried there. So, people does. actually pilgrimage to the site, uh, even today, because they consider her grave to be uh, a holy place, and that praying to her, they can be, like, saved or whatnot. Like, she's, like, almost like a saint. Uh, but... What I find interesting is, on the side of saying that she wasn't possessed, Mm -hmm. because if you're raised Mm -hmm. to believe that you need to atone for the sins of, like, everybody, Mm -hmm. and then on top of that, you have a mental illness, yeah, that's not shocking that that's where her brain went. Yeah. Um, because, I mean... It makes sense that she would, yeah, she would do that. So, the a news, uh, an online newspaper, uh, the Telegraph, uh, did win the movie, uh, The Extras of Emily Rose, which was based upon mm-hmm. this case. Uh, came out. They interviewed her mom. Her mom was still alive, and her mom did say that she did believe that uh, Annalise was possessed. Uh, she did not regret the exorcisms at all. She said, and she didn't regret her daughter dying because she said that death released her, set her free. So, you know, she misses her daughter and she's sad that she had to go through it, but she believes that they did the right thing. Yeah. So. I mean, in that situation, that's all you can do. So. Yeah. And as of today, there have I, I don't know if that, I don't think that was the last exorcism in Germany, I don't think, but there hasn't been, there have not been Mm-mm. any more exorcisms in Germany for a long time. I don't think we've had any exorcisms like that. I do know the, well, it's becoming more, po- it has been becoming more popular, because uh, there are over 300 priests that are certified to perform exorcisms. Yes. But I also know that they're not supposed to be performed like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's quite supposed to be yeah, like that. Be, now, but. and a lot of times priests will go out and like bless your home and exercise your home and things yes. like that. Yeah. So kind of like, but like a case like that, we haven't had a case like that since then. Yeah. No. No. Um, or if it is, it's, it's been so hush hush. It's not even crazy. Yeah. So, but no, that is that it it it, it is interesting, uh, especially since it all came out at the same time. Yeah, that's creepy because if you think about the exorcist, yeah. you know she did a lot of those things. She cursed and yelled yeah. and peed and did all that stuff. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, yeah. She didn't die there anymore. are photos of of Annalise uh, right before she died. Like, there's photos of her um, when she was, you know, in her early 20s, and, like, when she was, like, 20 or whatnot, going to go back, going to school. Because she did eventually go to college and everything, but things just got horribly, horribly bad for What her. was her last name again? Uh, Michael, without an A. I heard, I was listening to one podcast um, talk about uh, her, and that's how they pronounced her last name. But I'm going to Americanize it and say Annalise Mickle. So I have a picture of what she looked like yeah. normally. And yeah. then 
Oh my god. Yeah. <gasps> oh goodness. Yeah, she she looked oh. bad. Very very bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's scary. So, but so sad. you know, um, if you have anything to to add, uh, or you think, like, do you think Annalise was the best? Because mm. I I have mixed feelings. I. I don't know. I didn't always thought that DMs wouldn't present themselves that way. I just, uh, in her case, I think it might have been a mix. Because actually there were, um, after this one and a couple, uh, possibly a couple other ones, but I know this one has been referenced when it when they were looking to it, they uh, position, a couple pos- priests posis- positioned, positioned, petitioned, sorry, petitioned <laughs> the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church, to change uh, how they do exorcisms. Yeah. And especially change speaking to the devil, or speaking to the person like the devil is there, or like the demon is there, because Mm -hmm. if they have a mental illness, it fuels that illness. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So they did make some changes. I I don't know the details. They're supposed to speak the devil anyway. But they didn't specifically change that verbiage either hmm. so but they did make it re- like you really have to uh have uh some evalu- mental evaluations before they'll consider an exorcism as the last resort so uh, yeah it is but like i said if you have want to share your opinion with us you can share um you can email us at the sister files 2020 at gmail.com or you can comment on our facebook at the sister files or on our instagram at the sister files podcast yes and if you would really like to help us out you could do so by liking us or following us on uh whatever however you listen to podcasts i mean we know you already like us yeah spotify spotify yeah, Spotify. I don't know why I thought that was not a word. <laughs> oh, Spotify. It's been a long day, guys. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And if you can leave us a review, please do let us know how great we're doing. And leave us that five-star review because that would help us out so much. And we thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that, you know, you can sleep tonight. Okay. Um, don't go get possessed. I don't know how you go and do that, but, well, if you listen to our very first episode, <laughs> there's one way. <laughs> really? Oh, yes, the Ouija board. <laughs> I'm like, what was our first episode? I'm so dumb. So, anyway, but thank you and for listening again. I'm going to repeat myself for the tenth time. And in the meantime, be sweet, stand tall, stay strange. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.